Blog Talk Radio. Once I drifted out in sin, had no hope nor joy within, and my soul was burdened down with pride. Then my Savior came along, and He showed me I was wrong, and He placed me on the winning side. Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Out in sin, no more will I abide. I've enlisted in the fight for the cause of truth and right. Praise the Lord, I'm on the winning side. I will never have a fear for my Lord is ever near. And in Him so often I confide. Well, He's the keeper of my soul since I gave Him full control. And He placed me on the winning side. Well, I'm I'm on on the winning side. side. Yes, I'm on. the wilderness i'm your host dakota as always and once again we got my dad on here and uh uh you know usually we focus on a ton of different topics you know just whatever i I usually choose whatever are the most important topics from the last week that just went by but uh on tonight's show um the topic is uh, beast technology, and so we're going to talk about this technology, what it does, um, what the purpose of it is, and what the reason behind it is, what the agenda is, um, and how it's going to affect your life, what you can do to uh, protect yourself from it, and uh so, first, I want to start with uh, these uh, sex robots. Um, I know it sounds absolutely crazy, but look it up. Uh, DailyMail.com had an article about it just a while ago. Um, and, uh, you know, with all the uh, you know legalizing same-sex marriage and... Uh, um, you know, all this, uh, they're trying to normalize pedophilia and all this weird, evil stuff, and um, the purpose behind these sex robots is obviously to um, breed humanity out of existence. Um, Right now, these things 
pretty much just look like mannequins, um, and they are being used in brothels in Germany and, and Austria. I'm sure they probably have some around the U.S. somewhere, uh, but that's mostly where they're uh, popular. And, you know, right now I, I'm pretty much, you could pretty much say positively that having sex with one of these things wouldn't be like having, you know, sex with a real woman. Uh, but because uh, it just looks like a, a mannequin, it, it looks pretty fake. But as time goes on, as the technology increases, um, I have a feeling that these things will probably become so real that you may not even be able to tell that they're robots. They might look exactly like real women and move exactly like real women. And, you, you know, you might not be able to tell them apart at all. Um, but that's that's just a guess. Um but more and more men are going to uh, want these things, and it's going to eventually get to the point where traditional marriage and regular sex between a man and a woman will become more of a rare thing. And obviously the, the, the devil's plan, the Illuminati's plan, the, the elitist plan is to destroy humanity. So this is one of the ways that they're going to try to do this. Um, any thoughts about this? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you hit the nail on the head it's about, you know, the Bible said for a man and a woman to, uh, to come together and be fruitful. You cannot be fruitful with a robot. You can't be fruitful with a man laying with a man or a woman laying with a woman. Now, so this is an attack directly from Satan on the sanctity of marriage and God's design. And that's what we're under. That's the attack we're under. And uh, I, I'll dare say that these robots are are uh, quite a bit further than the mannequins that you describe. Um, I've seen pictures of them. Yes, they're 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 going to get more real, but they but if you were to uh, partner these, what they have now with say uh, virtual reality, so that you the mind would then be able to breach the gap of that which isn't uh, completely perfected yet, and and I believe even now that experience could be very similar to that of uh, of a man and a woman. So. Uh, those details aren't important. What's important is that this attack is real and uh, anything to keep, um, you know, the normal relationship of a man and a woman from happening, uh, ultimately to keep the fruitful part from happening, which is procreation uh, of, of families. And a normal family unit involves a mom and a dad, not a not a mom and a robot or a dad and a robot. So I know this stuff sounds way out there, folks, but this is the day we're living in. And uh, these are realities now that uh, are before us. They're very demonic. And, and we're seeing that uh, the AI with the young kids and all of these things are coming uh, up together. And at some point, they're all going to to merge. That's what I got to say about that. Yep. 
Um, yeah, that's true. Um, if you go to extremetech.com, it says there's an article that says by the year 2025, sex bots will be commonplace, which is just fine as well. All be unemployed and bored, and bored thanks to robots stealing our jobs. Um, and uh, also, uh, there's another article about it on 21stCenturyWire.com. Um, and these uh, these things. Oh, what was I going to say? Um, anyways, it's not good. Let's move on to. Uh, oh yeah, I was going to say something else. Uh, these robots obviously will can also be used to kill those that. Uh, want to have sex with them. Uh, they can be hacked into, um, and obviously these these robots they uh, they weigh some of them weigh 200 pounds and they're incredibly strong. So once you are, um, you know, with them, they can they can kill you. Um, and there's there's many ways that they could do that. Um, <clears throat> so let's move on to uh yeah. 5G. Um 5G obviously it's um the purpose of it is to create a as uh, Anthony Patch says um and uh Rick Wiles uh talked about this too from True News it's a it will be described as a um ubiquitous membrane in other words it's a wireless network that will cover every single square inch of the globe. And so it, it's the, basically it's the wireless network of the beast um, so that mm-hmm. he will have full control and surveillance of everything. And uh, also it's extremely bad for your health. Um, disease and uh, health problems associated with uh, cell phones and and uh, radio waves uh, will increase exponentially. Tons of people are going to die and get sick from this uh, 5G. It's there's really nothing good about it. I mean, it doesn't matter how stinking fast it will increase your internet speed. What is that worth? if it destroys your health or kills you. I mean, why would anyone, why would any normal person want this? I mean, we can understand why the uh, elitists want this for their own benefit, but for the average person who has a smartphone or uh, internet on their computer, there is no good reason for this if it sacrifices your health. Um, What do you have to say about it? Well, I got a lot to say about it. First of all, people aren't going to have the choice. This is part of the beast system. It's being put on us. The towers are being resur- are being erected right now, and this isn't simply a next version of technology. You know, 2G, 3G, 4G, 5G. No, that's not that's not how it works. This is absolutely the beast system. This is the uh, the the uh, uh, absolute appearing of 
what would be the all-seeing eye. Uh, obviously, we know that God is omnipresent. This would be the technological version of that for the beast. <clears throat> I, I believe that uh, this will be part of the hive uh, of the beast system. When people take the mark, uh, they're going to be plugged into that hive. I mean, this, this has got so many layers to it. I won't go into that right now, but I'll talk about the health risk, like you were saying. It is, there are people on the earth uh, that are very sensitive to Wi-Fi, only this is, uh, you know, many, many millions times stronger than that, and permeating the the overall uh, aurora or, you know, just the the whole uh, consciousness of people. So many will die from it. Um, just because of how it affects them. Many will be controlled by it. It'll have the absolute power to control the minds, the well-being, the thoughts uh, of those that aren't covered by the blood of Jesus, um, because I do not believe that there's any technology that can get through the blood. Um, and they're, they're, but, but the masses will definitely be zombie-like or be able to become zombie-like through what they can do. Also, the day of concealment, say you're uh, uh, carrying uh, concealed carry, you know, it's a, it's a, a way of protecting yourself. It's legal. It's part of our uh, Constitution Bill of Rights. Uh, that is totally gone because the, this, this 5G will be able to permeate your clothing. It'll know if you're carrying um, it would be able to identify you uh, with a drone. It could strike you down if it was if you were seen to be a threat. I mean, this 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 5G is, if you can imagine, the beast rising. This is part of the beast system. It, it is not a guess of mine or a theory or my personal thoughts. It's what it is. Um, it is of the beast. Um, I wish there was a way that we could collectively come together and rebuke this and keep it from coming. Um, I don't see that happening. I see that it lines up with the end times and many of the things that are happening right now. Um, so uh, more to come on 5G. It is, it is going to kill a lot of people. Um, and, and it's a silent killer. It's like a Fukushima, if you will. You know, many people are dying along the coastlines of cancers and, uh, you know, the cause is radiation. It's a silent killer because you can't see it. So here comes the 5G, you know, as they're terraforming the skies and, you know, we're being radiated. Now comes the 5G. I mean, I'm telling you, uh, this is why the Lord is going to shorten the days because if he didn't, there wouldn't be no flesh left alive. So, you know, it's not a matter of you get to choose if you don't want it. It will permeate every square inch of the earth, as my son said. Um, so, you know, I would I would love to, and I am going to be asking some questions about this, to see it just if there is something that we can do. I, I have to make a joke at this point, if you'll allow me to, and that is, <laughs> you know, the old the joke about the foil hat wearing people. You know, the conspiracy theorists, their foil mm-hmm. hats. We may end up actually wearing foil hats. <laughs> I may design a line of ball caps with the lining of foil in them. <laughs> because if, yeah. if that's what it takes to keep this, if that's what it takes to keep this from going through your mind, then, then let's wear foil. <laughs> but back to you. 
Yeah. Um, and uh, just real quick, I want to read about the health effects that are that it will have. It says right here, it will cause. Studies have shown exposure to cell phone radiation is associated with a wide range of health problems. Headaches, impaired immune system, tumors of hearing nerve, break in blood-brain barrier, reduced melatonin, genetic damage, interference with pacemakers, melanoma of the eye, pressure or tingling in the head, memory loss, brain tumors, DNA alteration or damage, changed brain electrical activity, cardiovascular stress, eye problems, fatigue. None of that's good. And you look at this chart here on this uh, 5G article from allnewspipeline.com. It shows that uh, it penetrates almost all the way through the brain of a 5-year-old. A 10-year-old, it's a little bit less because they have a thicker skull. And then on an adult with the most thick skull, it penetrates um, about a quarter of the way through the brain. Uh, that's pretty scary when you think about how this radiation literally penetrates into your brain. I mean, that's that's going to cause a lot of brain cancer. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we're living in a a world now between uh, between Fukushima, uh, the GMO foods, uh, which are way worse than people realize, and, uh, you know, the aspartame and all the different things in our food chain that shouldn't be there. Um, but then, and then you take on the radiation, uh, all the bisphenol A. I mean, we really, and then the terraforming in the skies, they've actually got you know, stuff that we're breathing now that will, that will actually, uh, it's all multifaceted. The stuff that we're breathing now is actually going to work part and partial to the 5G um, in, in reconstituting uh, the DNA of, I mean, they, uh, it, it will take some time for people to come to the realization of just the attack that we're under. It's all being set up right now, folks. It's all being set up right now. I wish I could think of the uh, uh, what's the name of the uh, the small particles that we're breathing in right now. Um, Magellans. The strange the, the Magellans, yes, and the strangelets are this. Is that what it's called too? There's multiple no, names. Magellans. Magellans. Yeah, you're right. And and that will be actually part of this 5G and its effect on the human body. The terraforming uh, seems to be being done the best, and I mean, I've spent a lot of time looking into this. Most people won't even look up and acknowledge that it's happening, but a lot of people are waking up to it. But it, it would appear as if they are changing through the radiation, because believe it or not, folks, the radiation is very significant. And between the radiation and the terraforming, it would appear that they are changing our environment for a new visitor, a host that hasn't shown up yet. That should frighten you, uh, and I'm not making this stuff up. There's a lot of things we won't even talk about on here because it's too far uh, for most people. You know, you got to take a few baby steps before you get to uh, – so I'm not saying we're anything, uh, but we've spent a lot of years studying this stuff. 
all this stuff is all systematically uh, part and partial to eliminating the human race. First of all, what we talked about with the sex bots is, is the, the procreation, being fruitful. Uh, that is part and partial to the same-sex marriage, all the, the weird uh, crap that's going on with that. But then you take it to the next level where they're actually making it so that you can't procreate through the uh, feminization of men, through everything from soy to estrogen and everything from all of your drink cups to all the meals that you're microwaving and have off gas into the food. But then when we take it to, uh, to the uh, terraforming the skies with the uh, Magellans and the 5G, folks, we're under attack. You know, it, it's time to, to uh, I'm not just going to give you all these things without giving you some, some ideas or answers. Ultimately, faith in God, total surrender to Jesus Christ, pleading the blood, being right with him and having a relationship with him. Uh, most people go to church and maybe have a form of godliness or religion. That's not going to help you. You have to be talking with your heavenly father and having a relationship with him, uh, pleading the blood over your life. But, uh, but also we're going to talk in upcoming shows of ways to minimize the attack. Um, and there's just a lot of those that you can do. Ted Brower is a good one to, uh, to get with for different uh, health concerns, things that you can do organically through nutrition to restore your health uh, and uh, protect yourself, guard yourself from the radiation. Um, we're going to try to actually put something together that could give some ideas uh, of what we're up against with the 5G. Um Anyways, I'll, I'll give it back to you. But yeah, it's it's a full on attack. Yeah, um, you know, with the five G, uh, the only things I could think of would be, obviously, I don't know if all fo- cell phones will be five G, but if you, if you can, don't get a cell phone that has five G. Stick with uh, you know three G or four G, um, and maybe move farther out into the country where there's not as much 5G going around. Um, But the biggest thing I can think of when it comes out is I think the only thing you could really do is is just pray to God to protect you from it every day. That's really, I think, probably the only thing you can do. And uh, at the end of this show, I want to talk a little bit more about about prayer and uh, some of the things I've learned. But uh, right now, I want to move on to um, AI and specifically this uh, new AI religion. Um, It was founded uh, just a while ago by an ex-Google executive, uh, Anthony Lewandowski, and he is the leader of this new religion called The Way of the Future, which in the moment of singularity will focus on the realization, acceptance, and worship of a Godhead based on artificial intelligence developed through computer hardware and software. Um, Now, Dad, do you know what uh, the uh, singularity is? I'm pretty sure I do, but do you know what that word means? I've heard it before. 
Yeah, it's it's pretty complex. I don't know that I could put it together in in a minute. Um, you want to give your take on it? I could add to it, or uh, well, I'll look it up here. But I think what it means is uh, the moment in time when when uh, when this entire right. beast system is um, put together and it has full control over everything, or something something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the birth, it's the birthing, the singularity is the birthing of all of this that they're putting in motion. Basically, AI with the uh, with the um, oh, what do you call those new computers? They're not a normal computer. They do their computing in another reality. Um, what kind are they? Uh, uh, quantum quantum computers. computers. So. So they're they're in these quantum computers are not even doing their calculations in this reality, folks. They're totally from the B system. Yeah. When this when this AI using the quantum computers and actually part and partial to a, a third strand DNA, which will be technology blended with this uh, fallen uh, one's flesh, okay, uh, comes to life. And make no mistake about it, this AI will be possessed. Uh, that's their dream and their goal is to be have a, a – once the singularity is in motion, that will be their god. It will be the beast, by the way. And it uh, every version of it has corrected itself from the first version. And they're talking about that singularity being here in, uh, well, like 2040 or something like that, to where you have a living – uh, I mean, the best way I can describe it is you have a living beast, a living computer uh, with flesh and uh, and computer combined. So, and you know, I know that's a long stretch for a lot of people, but you'd have to go in defense of what I'm saying. You'd have to go and research the uh, quantum computer that blow your mind and uh, understand where that came from. That didn't even come from this. Uh, this uh, reality here. It was just like what Hitler, where Hitler got his technology. It was passed down. You know, basically there's a lot of things that are banded away from us to, uh, to uh, allow us to operate here in this realm without, uh, you know, quite the demon influence that we would have if these things weren't banded away, but they, they're finding ways to unrestrain that. And, uh, I believe that it was said that Hitler got his technology from the fourth realm handed down. Well, that's the same thing that happened with these quantum computers. It was handed down from another realm, uh, a beastly uh, realm. And then they built it with the blueprints given to them. And now that system is computing in that other realm. It's, and this is true. I'm not making it up. And so um, they've got, they've got chips growing on uh, in, uh, human DNA, you know, uh, uh, but they they they're going to use this third strand DNA, which is from the fallen ones, and combine it. It is just absolutely wicked what what is going on, and that influence is already uh, taking its shape on those that are blinded and not saved. They that they're embracing it. They want it. They'll race towards it. The young people want the newest technology. I mean. Those that plug into this B system through the 5G and the taking of the mark, they, they will have the ability to track down Christians. They'll have the ability to everything from 
from uh, superhuman strength, levitation possibly, uh, many things that people will just, you know, through years and years of watching X-Men and and the blending of things, you know, that are, are being shown on those shows, they'll be ready for it. They want the augmentation of the beast um, because they don't know a living God. Sorry to get off on it, but it's pretty complex. Um, it's it's definitely real, and for those that want to shun it, that's fine. It's going to be coming to a neighborhood near you soon. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I found this website <clears throat> called the SingularityHub.com, um, and the article is called "Can Futurists Predict the Year of the Singularity?" So I just want to read uh, a little bit of this first part of it. This tells us the singularity is when machines or artificial intelligence become smarter than humans and and basically take over. Uh, the end of the world as we know it is near, and that's a good thing, they say. According to many of the futurists who are predicting the imminent arrival of what's been called the technological singularity, the technological singularity is the idea that technological progress, particularly in artificial intelligence, will reach a tipping point to where machines are exponentially smarter than humans. It has been a hot topic of late. Well-known futurist and Google engineer Ray Kurzweil, co-founder and chancellor of Singularity University, reiterated his bold prediction at Austin's South by Southwest festival this month that machines will match human intelligence by 2029 and has said previously the singularity itself will occur by 2045. That's two years before SoftBank CEO Masayoshi Sun's prediction of 2047 made at the Mobile World Congress earlier this year. Author of the seminal book on the topic, The Singularity is Near, Kurzweil said during the South by Southwest Festival that what's actually happening is machines are powering all of us. They're making us smarter. They may not yet be inside our bodies, but by the 2030s, we will connect our neocortex, the part of our brain where we do our thinking, to the cloud. That's uh, the um, basically the Internet. That merger of man and machine, sometimes referred to as transhumanism, is the same concept that Tesla and SpaceX CEO Elon Musk talks about when discussing development of a neural lace. For Musk, however, an interface between the human brain and computers is vital to keep our species from becoming obsolete when the singularity hits. Musk is also the driving force behind OpenAI, a billion-dollar nonprofit dedicated to ensuring the development of artificial general intelligence, AGI. It's beneficial to humanity. AGI is another term for human-level intelligence. What most people refer to as AI today is weak or narrow artificial intelligence. A machine capable of thinking within a very narrow range of concepts or tasks. Futurist Ben Gortzell, who among his many roles is chief scientist at financial prediction firm Idea Holdings and robotics company Hanson Robotics, An advisor to Singularity University believes AGI is possible well within Kurzweil's time frame. The singularity is harder to predict. He says on his personal website, estimating the date anywhere between 2020 and 2100. So, saying all that, this here is the bottom line. Bottom line right here. Those 
that um, aren't born again, um, and even many that are born again who don't see this coming, um, those that are Christians, and uh, but mostly those that, that aren't Christians, that are unbelievers, they are embracing technology more and more and doing normal, old-fashioned um, human tasks that God created us to do, uh, things that he intended us to do, like growing a garden, which, you know, at, that's what Adam and Eve did in back in par- when this world was paradise. We did simple things like growing a garden and, you know, uh, stuff like that. Or, um, you know, working with our hands, that kind of thing. Playing outside, doing normal things. But nowadays, people are getting more and more hooked on video games and movies and Facebook and social media and uh, and uh, artificial reality. Now they have, you know, these goggles that you can plug into your, you know, PlayStation 4 or, you know, whatever the newest Xbox is. I don't even know because I don't even care about video games anymore. But um, they plug in these goggles and... Uh, they they play these video games where, you know, you're driving a car or you're doing whatever in the game, and it it looks like you are actually doing it. And there's even, there's even, even more realistic uh, artificial reality than that that's out there where, you know, like, like uh, Rick Wiles and his, one of his guys that went to that tech conference, um, he uh, did this artificial uh, reality game where he was uh, flying like a bird, and when he took the goggles off, he couldn't believe yeah. it. He liter- literally actually felt That's his body. Like, like he became a bird. Like he yep. 100% believed that it was real, even yep. though he knew that it wasn't. It felt right. totally real. So my point is, saying all this, this is the bottom line, folks. My point is that you are either going to get sucked more into technology and it will make it easier and easier to be to want to take part in the beast system when it arrives and become a part of the of the singularity and you know take the mark and you know who knows get a part they're probably going to put computer chips in people's brains in order to hook them up to the internet there's actually people that are saying that they can do that right now and so, as a born-again Christian, what you need to do is unplug from this technology. Now, I'm not saying that it's bad to, you know, go on the Internet or, or, or watch a movie, but what you need to do is not get hooked on it. Try to wean yourself off of it a little bit. You know, try to, you know, pray more, read your Bible more, uh, do normal things that we were meant to do, like grow a garden or go for a hike. Or, you know, go to the gym and work out. Or just do something productive, something that doesn't... See, because this technology, all of this screen time, whether it's being on your computer, playing video games, watching a movie, being on social media, this screen time puts your mind in a catatonic state and it's exactly the same as as uh, staring at a blank wall for three hours. 
and it destroys your brain. It it is dumbing us down. And like these these people said, this one guy said here in this article that uh, that uh, technology is uh, is making humans smarter. Um, Ray Kurzweil said that. He said that here. What he said, what's actually happening is machines are powering all of us. They're making us smarter. That is a lie. Okay. I mean, yeah, sure. If if uh, if you got a computer chip in your brain that increased your memory capacity, that would make you smarter. But um, watching TV all the time and you know the inter- having the internet at your disposal, all it does is it it makes it easier for you to access information and to uh, and to learn things quicker. But it doesn't make you smarter. See, because back before we had the internet um, and movies and and video games and all these things, people weren't uh, being brain damaged by all this screen time. It's turning us into zombies, and it's not making us smarter. What do you think about all this? Well, well, you know, <laughs> we're not smarter for for a long shot, and and all you have to do is go back in history and see around the turn of the century how how I'm just kind of blown away just how um, intelligent people were and children were, uh, knowing multiple languages and having writing skills, and we're we're at nowhere near. The level we used to be, technology has dumbed us down. The reliance on technology. Um, I mean, and then you can go back even further than that, um, um, and find that uh, the Bible is true again. There's nothing new under the sun. This technology has been here before. Uh, the fallen ones introduced it. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, explain, explain the anti Kithra machine. Uh, and uh, you'd have a very hard argument with me because before they thought even gears were invented, they uh, they found a computer at the bottom of the ocean in a ship. And, of course, we had to wait for our technology to catch up uh, with that technology to even be able to decipher it. And once we had the technology to systematically, uh, uh, you know, do... Uh, what do you, would you call uh, infrared uh, scanning of the device and then putting it together on a computer screen, did we able to begin to understand that they had found something very complex? And then when they went ahead and uh, slowly rebuilt this item using our technology, they discovered it was a computer. So what's my what, what am I trying to say with that is that uh, – Intellectually, we are way behind the curve of what our ancestors were, and then you could even go to a time way before that um, where technology even was, it was on a different path and a different way, but was way ahead of even where we're at today um, with landlines and, uh, you know, where these pyramids and these landlines and, uh, you know, that these, these pyramids were just big capacitors for free energy. Um, so you know we're we're under we're under a lot of mind control is what we're under. So even even the education we receive is is not even really accurate education. Um, it's meant to kind of keep us in a certain paradigm. But but uh, anyways, no technology is is 
<laughs> it is very destructive. And when this AI begins to come online, they're talking about already using AI to decide who gets uh, end-of-life care and who doesn't. They're at about 90% uh, being able to predict how long somebody lives using AI. So, you know, the time where AI is deciding who lives and dies, <laughs> we've we've left the reservation, folks. So uh, that's that's just my, my thoughts on it. Uh, um, you know, yeah, I think we're going to have to go away. We're going to, there's a time coming where we're going to have to move away from all these devices and just to, uh, protect ourselves. And even then we're not going to be completely uh, protected. We're going to have to plead the blood, but there's going to be a time where a lot of this stuff is going to have to be sat down and put away, dig a hole and bury it type thing. Go back to analog, go back to, uh, you know, a small grid of people that you want to talk to using ham radios and, you know, I don't know. There's going to have to be certain moves that are made. And I don't think it's as far off as we think. And, uh, but, but it's a, it's an interesting subject. Um, I'm addicted to my phone, so I get it. Uh, I have a smartphone and, uh, you know, I, I, I can see the addiction. You know, you fall asleep with it in your hand, wake up, it's in your hand. I mean, that's not good. Um, so there's some, you know, I'm preaching to myself here. Um, there's some changes coming. They're going to have to come. But in the meantime, you know, stay away from the, uh, the the VR. You know, don't have your kids on VR, virtual reality. That is retarded. Um, you're just mind-melding them into the beast. So that's what I got to say about that. I'm going to sign off here. You're going to have some scripture? Yeah. Amen. We love you, and may the Lord bless you and keep you, and in all your ways, trust the Lord, follow him. Don't rely on yourself. Don't rely on technology. Rely on Jesus Christ and the power that's in that name. Amen. Amen. Um, and so just one more thing that I wanted to uh, cover, and that is that um, – whether you believe it or not, this is the this is the truth that this technology, this artificial intelligence, it, it can be demon possessed, and even Elon Musk said that uh, with artificial intelligence we are summoning the demon, and this guy is actually helping to create artificial intelligence. He just thinks that he can control it, um, <clears throat> and so you know this stuff they. These people really like, you know, what this stuff is going to do, but it's not going to bring about any good at all. People might like <clears throat> technology in a lot of ways, but it's really not a blessing at all. It's <clears throat> because it's really more of a curse than it is a, a blessing. And, um, you know, if you don't believe that uh, that demons can possess uh, technology and, and AI. I mean, obviously, demon. We know that demons can possess um, inanimate objects like dolls. Um, you know, there's people have seen uh, dolls. You know, come come to life and walk around and do all this weird demonic stuff. And uh, we know that uh, the uh, the the spirit of God can. Um, the Holy Spirit of God can 
can flow through technology, whether you're watching some preaching on the Internet or watching a preacher on TV. So if, if, if the Holy Spirit can flow through technology, then obviously evil spirits can too. Okay, so um, be assured of that. This is, uh, as Michael Lake calls it, it's, it's techno-sorcery. And, uh, you know, it, not too long from now, it's going to reach a point where there ain't going to be no amount of uh, human ingenuity or, or human physical weapons that can defeat this technology that they're going to use to try to destroy mankind. The only thing that will be able to protect you is, is God, is prayer, um, seeking God, and dwelling in the secret place of the Most High, as it says in Psalms 91. And the only way you can dwell in the secret place of the Most High is to be constantly abiding. And that, that means not just being saved, but being saved and then walking with God, fellowshipping with Him, praying to Him, communing with Him, uh, reading His Word, and constantly being in fellowship with Him throughout the day, constantly abiding. And uh, a very important thing for us to know if you don't already know this, and I just recently learned this. I've I've read this verse. I'm sure I've I've read this verse probably ten, maybe even twenty or more times in the Bible. But it says here, First John, chapter three, verses twenty one and twenty two. Beloved, if our heart condemn us not. Then have we confidence toward God, and whatever we ask, we receive of him, because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. And so, we know that sin will separate you from God, and sin will keep God from hearing your prayers. It says that um, in Isaiah. And so, if you've got open sin in your life, your prayers are going to hit the ceiling. But when you get to the point when, you're <clears throat> when your heart condemns you not, in other words, when you know in your conscience, in your heart, that, uh, that you're not doing anything purposely wrong. There's nothing in your life that you know you're doing wrong against God and his laws and his ways. And you've repented, you've asked for forgiveness of your sins, but not only that, you've turned away from your sins. And when you're truly living righteous, not perfect, but righteous, where you know in your conscience that there's nothing in your life that, uh, that you're con- there's no sinful activity that you're continually taking part in that you have reached the point of maturity in Christ. When you've, <clears throat> when you've reached the point where you're walking in holiness to the best of your ability. Not talking about perfection. Um, I'm not talking about sinlessness. I'm just talking about a point where 
your heart condemns you not, where you know that you are doing your best and your conscience is not, you don't have a guilty conscience. Then you have confidence toward God. And whatsoever you ask, uh, you shall receive of him. When you keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. So, in these last days, it is so important that you get right with God and you walk with him and that you commune with him, that you truly know him and that your heart condemns you not. Um, In other words, you don't have a guilty conscience and you are walking in his ways, in his commandments. Because um, the Psalms 91 protection that I talk about many times on this show, it's only available for those that are truly walking with him. Um, and, you know, if you're if you're struggling with sin, don't give up. You know, just keep praying, keep reading the word, memorize scripture that will help you when you're tempted. And whenever you're tempted, rebuke the devil with scripture. Um, you know, maybe do some fasting to uh, help you overcome your sin. Uh, just keep keep walking with God and um, as long as you try your best and keep walking with God and and uh, and you work toward that goal of being more and more like him um, you will reach the place of maturity but uh, those that live in compromise and sin and believe in greasy grace you know um God's not going to be God's not going to be with you. God is not going to protect you in these times to come if you are living in compromise and you're not living in obedience to him. And um because if you truly love God, you will keep his commandments. He said if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And so get right with God. If there's anything that your heart condemns you about, then, you know, keep on pressing on and and battle that sin until you have got it taken care of. And uh, those that, uh, when, you, when you've really made God feel comfortable um, living in your heart and in your life, um because you can grieve you can grieve the holy spirit with your sin and so that that will restrict the power of god within you and so in these end times it's 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 really important to make the lord feel at home in your heart um because just as um in the old testament when the israelites in the book of numbers um they 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 made they had the tabernacle with the holy of holies and the ark inside of there and um god had the spirit of the lord had a place of rest inside the ark and god felt comfortable there and because of that um 
Moses could say, let God arise and his enemies be scattered. So when you really make God feel at home in your heart, then he will protect you and he will destroy your enemies. Um, you know, but those that live in, in disobedience, those that uh, believe in a, in a false Jesus, in another Jesus, you know, when time of trouble comes and, and, and they cry out to God, he's not going to answer them. Um, remember last year at the Hear the Watchman conference in Dallas, uh, Michael Boldia talked about that, how the uh, the God that many people have made is is a false God. It's an idol. They believe that God is just all 100% love. And while he is love, he is also truth and justice and judgment. And so if you don't believe in a righteous, holy God who hates sin, then you probably don't believe in the right one. And when times get tough and you cry out to him, he's not going to hear you because um, unrepentant sin will keep him from hearing you. And so get right with God. Get right with God. Be ready to meet your maker because... Things are getting interesting. Things are things are really getting ugly and out of hand. So uh, that's all for tonight's show. Thanks for tuning in. Um, and uh, may the love and grace of God be with you. And uh, may he protect you and comfort you in these end times. See you later. Once I drifted out in sin, had no hope nor joy within, and my soul was burdened down with pride. Then my Savior came along, and he showed me I was wrong, and he placed me on the winning side. Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side, out in sin no more will I abide. I've enlisted in the fight for the cause of truth and right. Praise the Lord, I'm on the winning side. I will never have a fear for my Lord. And in Him so often I confide Well, He's the keeper of my soul Since I gave Him full control And He placed me on the winning side Well, I'm on on the the winning side Yes, I'm on Praise the Lord, I'm on the way.